Christopher has given me permission to record the podcast on my side of the television. This is not a television. What is this? Oh, it's a computer screen. So Chris has given me permission to record on my side of the computer screen. So I am recording as we speak. I say we, but it's only me. Listening to Make It, a podcast by Banzai Creative that helps creatives in film get where they're going faster by sharing the advice, knowledge, and insights of professional creatives across the film industry. I'm your host, Chris Barkley, and with me today is my good friend and Make It podcast co-host, Nicholas Bugs. Hello, hello, Chris here with another episode of the Make It Podcast, and this is a special indie talk, and that means I'm here with my good friend and co-founder of Bonsai Creative, Nicholas Bugs. Nick, say hello. Bum, bum, bum. Hello. Hello. Let's talk about this damn slap. <laughs> my man walked right into it, just like a good slap. He just yeah, walked right into let's, it. Let's, let's talk my man about put the powder Academy, in his hand. We'll talk about the Academy Awards as a the proxy. Slap. We'll talk man. about the Academy Awards as a proxy to the slap. Okay. But let's talk about this slap. Yeah, see, let's, because see. because to me, there's been a million pieces of commentary on it, and we can go through some of those things, but. I'm left with a lot of questions. I'm left with a lot of feelings about it because you had some historical wins. You had some historical Academy Award wins, whether it right. be Coda or Questlove or even our, our, our boy Ben Proudfoot. Those all have been swept under the rug, at least for now, mm. by this thing that was so shocking and so um, unlikely that people thought it was fake. That the first reaction was, this is a bit. And, we, and, and, and look, the Academy Awards is not above it. We know the Grammys aren't above it. They had that hoax with Eminem that one time. And we've seen stunts being pulled. We saw Madonna and Britney Spears kiss. And like, right, there's, yeah. there's, there have been stunts before. So we wouldn't put it above, you know, sort of a fledgling award show. And from, from, the, from, from the rating standpoint. Um, but it turned out to be real, oh so real. And I want to start with my first question which is, and I just pose this to you. Can you believe how big of a story this is? Uh, of course I can. I'm, you know, partially annoyed by it. You know, even having this conversation, you know, I told you I was torn. You know, it's like, I don't want to be one of them. I don't want to be the rest of the, the world out there just like talking about this when there's so much other goodness that happened, you know, at the Oscars. And it's like, 
the whole sensationalist thing. Okay, I, I get it. You know, like, can we get past it? But I also get as humans, we react to stuff like that. That crap was crazy. You know, so can I believe that it's this big? Yeah, man, this is like, was there anything else that was uh, this meme worthy? You know, like we are in the world of the meme. You know, like that's it. Like they found something super meme worthy and this is just going to last forever. You know, like it's just one of those things you're going to see it pop up every once in a while. And be like, oh, remember that? Remember that happened? But yeah, I just, I don't know, man. I, can I don't happen. think this meme is going away anytime soon. No, it's, it's the, not. The snapshot not. That, that somebody got where Will's hand is out and his shoulders one way mm-hmm. and Chris Rock's face is the other way. It's so perfectly framed. I mean, you couldn't have framed that up better no. if you were Roger Deakins. Yeah, yeah. But the, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing about it, and I have to give you this. So, okay, it's big. Of course, I believe it's big because it's just, it. you know, it's the Oscars, bro. Like, this is black tie. This is supposed to be the upper echelon of, you know, perfection. And, you know, everyone is so nice to each other because that's how, that's the artist's way. And this was just... It was insane, right? Yeah. Um, but I will have to offer this. Was it real? Because so you're asking you know, me? Uh, yeah. Well, I'm going to put it like this. I have to kind of frame it a little bit. Okay. I'm sure, as I have, you've seen. I mean, at least a handful of people get slapped. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Not one person that I've ever seen get slapped reacted that way. It's almost as if it didn't happen. It's almost as if what really happened was Will went to swing on him and he dodged that joint. Yeah. Right. And we thought we heard a slap, but we heard what we heard was something totally different. Yeah. Because it was, I mean, he, he either that or Chris Rock is one of the strongest people in the world. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, I mean, there was almost no recoil. It wasn't like a bounce back. It wasn't like he got really caught off guard. You know, I like, know. Uh, he, I mean, it was he, he he's, a, you know, he no, he that's a snapshot. over. That's a snapshot, though. And that's what I'm saying. That band over his body. And slap moved no, his no, body. no. I think the I think the motion might have moved his body. And I think Chris Rock might have. You know, he might have bobbed and weaved and ducked that sucker. Now, of course, he didn't from what we're hearing, right? As in, you know, Will apologize no, no, for no, no, actually no. slapping no, him. No, no, I agree. Listen, let me just answer. Let me jump yeah. in because I think you're half right. I This was the second I saw it, I said, oh, he didn't really get him. Yeah. The angle we have is bad. He didn't really get him. He and tried the way to get he walked him. away. He swung hard as hell. He tried <laughs> to get him. Right. And he didn't really get him. Like he wanted to get him because when you get because slapped you with the full palm across your face, your eye is watering. Oh, and man, it, it trust. should have been a tear coming down. Not of yeah. not of like not a not a crime crying tear, but like exactly. a tear. It's almost like getting punched in the nose. You're gonna have a reaction to it, whether you're tough your skin, or not. Oh, your skin's gonna red. I don't care how brown yeah. you are. If you get hit like that, your skin is gonna get red in that It'll spot. Be a little swollen at spot. Yep. Usually your you'll have lip. some bleeding it, on the inside of your mouth if you get or slapped just, with or the just your lip, hand. So, or just it won't so feel yes, right. It's, yeah. right. Yes, it's real. Yes, it's real. No, he didn't get him like we thought he got him. Right. I, exactly. That's my thing. I think because remember the reaction. So, again, you've seen people get slapped. And you might have slapped a handful of people. <laughs> and when you do that... You will look the person in the face. You know, so you you're gonna like 
be in that moment. And yeah, it was yeah, almost yeah. like he swung at him, missed, and knew that he couldn't go back again. Yeah. So he just turned and walked away. Yeah, it, it, exactly. I think that's in the way he walked away, by the way, and how stoic Chris yeah. Rock was going forward. It felt like a duel from the 1800s or something. <laughs> it felt right. like it felt like Chris Rock <laughs> like slept with you know his sister or something. And he smacked him in the face with a white glove. Right. Like or it, 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 it felt paces. like it was the initiation of something <laughs> where basically Will saying, "Okay, that's my that's your invitation to a duel next week. Meet yeah. me by the yeah, oak take tree." Your 20, 20 paces, you know, yeah. Yeah. turn around and fire. Isn't that how but it yeah, started? I just, it was just first. Weird. Isn't that, isn't that yeah. how those duels started? You, you get that's slapped. right. I challenge you. Yeah. Someone slaps you, and then that's a disrespect. And now one of now the town's too small for both of us. Right. And one of us has to go. Right. That's yeah. that's kind of what Will did in in his. It's kind of what he did in his own way. Right. Yeah, and and that's again. I think yes, it was real. He swung at him. I think one of the reasons why if Chris Rock comes out and forgives him and that's that's the word on the street, right, is that they've kind of settled things. Probably Diddy and some other folks were, you know, helping the situation out. Will came out and apologized. And if Chris Rock says, yeah, we're cool. I think part of that is because he really didn't get hit. Yeah, I, I think he was just I think he was grazed, man. And I think in that moment, especially because he just got grazed because he didn't have the physical injury. Right. He wasn't physically hurt by what Will did. And I think he was just like, yeah, Will lost it. Chris Rock is not a Hollywood guy. Now, Will, Will Smith isn't either, but these mm-hmm. aren't Hollywood guys. So, like, my definition, for example, my definition of assault is not the Hollywood definition of assault. Oh, I was like, laughing when I saw that stuff come out. It's like, you know, he assaulted like the, and he, the, He's not going to press charges. I'm like, what are you talking about, bro? Yeah. Of course he's not going to press charges. A, a little fist fight between <laughs> friends is never a, a reason to involve the, the police. Police, either. exactly. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no reason for that. So I didn't expect that. Plus, I think if Chris Rock is smart, he will parlay this into the biggest payday he's ever gotten in his life for a 60 minute special. And he can just pick his, he can just pick his streamer, HBO, Hulu, Netflix, whoever yeah. he wants. They're going to pay. If he just doesn't say anything, which he no has charged just stay quiet, get, get to writing. And the very next thing people hear from you is this special. Or or multiple appearances. They're gonna give them because they're gonna yeah because they're gonna vie for it. You know, like everyone's gonna be like, who's gonna talk to Chris Rock first? If they gave Eddie Murphy sixty million dollars for coming to America too, Mm, I shudder. Exactly. Then Chris Rock will get close to that for this comedy special, where it'll be the first time he's spoken since the slap heard around the world. Well, that's what that special is gonna be called. Slap the slap her around exactly, <laughs> and it will be so perfect and and so and so venomous. I'm sure, but also knowing Chris Rock, it'll be intelligent. It'll be an interesting take. Um, I want to go back to the original question I asked, though, which is, are you surprised it's so big? Yeah, no, you're not surprised. I'm not surprised, but for a different reason. And I haven't heard anyone give this take yet. But I started thinking about how big the story is and how fast it got. The fact that it permeated all, all areas of media. 
So like non-entertainment shows, you know, anything and yeah, everything Bloomberg, was probably. running it. Bloomberg, Fox. <laughs> I mean, you, yeah. you know, Tucker's got to talk about it. Yeah. You know, uh, he's probably talking about the blackification of the Oscars as we speak. But um, <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they're all standing up for uh, for Chris Rock. Well, I think so, too, because it's just so. Just to be clear. I'm leaning more Chris than Will, but I'll tell you why in a second. Let me go back to yeah, how big. I think that we live in a world where the town hall of, of the world is Twitter and certainly of the United States, but maybe of the world is Twitter. All the conversations that happen between people, all the canceling we hear about, all the me too, we hear about, you know, anything that sort of happens in culture happens on Twitter. Oh, Elon challenged Vladimir Putin to, a single combat duel for the rights to Ukraine as if they either, both of them can decide who gets right. Ukraine. Yeah. That happened on Twitter. Like all these things happen there. So then what happens through that conversation is it permeates to sort of these other social media sites. So I would say between Twitter and Reddit, that's where the conversations happen. And then we see everybody's opinion pour out in podcast or an IG, Facebook, TikTok, of course, uh, YouTube, you name it. So we live in this world where anything can be said and things are said every day, but it's, com- it's said with complete safety and sometimes with anonymity. And it's been a yeah. long time since this generation saw the physical example, the real life example of what my mom used to call finding out that fat meat is greasy. And what that means is what that means is, is you think this is a game and it's not a game. And Chris Rock and Will Smith, regardless of how, what side you fall on, that's what a real confrontation looks like. That's what happens when pride and shame and pressure, because make no mistake, Jada gave him a look mm. like, what are you laughing at, Negro? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I know, man. I know I, you're not I, laughing. Yeah, at I know you're not laughing at that. Yep, exactly. So he had to go up. At, he had to either leave his wife, which well, that's maybe he what, should that's, do. That's or, what we talked about. Yeah. Or, or go smack the shit out of Chris Rock. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I think that this generation hasn't seen violence that isn't computer generated or part of entertainment. They've seen more violence that's fake than any generation in history, but there's no replacement for that visceral real stuff. Yeah. But it didn't happen between two stars. And I think that's why it got so, I think that's why it's so giant. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I hear you. Because in that. how fake our world is. Yeah, I hear you th- with that, but I also say, I mean, just and, and it's difficult. I know that we have to call it, like you said, you know, what it is. It's you say it's violence, right? But it, I, I kind of, I kind of laugh a little bit. At, you know, it's like, yeah. <laughs> was that really violent? It's a, you know, spring, was that really, it's a, it's a yeah, sprinkle of disrespect. <laughs> exactly, that's what yeah. it was. But I mean, I hear you. I hear you where you're coming from because yeah. you're right. You don't see that. You know, you don't see the physical aggression. You don't see the physical confrontation. Um, and it was, 
it's Will Smith, bro. Like, like he said, he has been trying to live this life of positivity and love and, and giving and aspiration and inspiration. You know, that's what people go to him for. Yeah. And for him to do this was completely outside of what people believe to be his character. And to yeah. be honest, that I was, I felt for him. And now, she, of course, she shouldn't, you Me know, too. slap him. Things have but, changed for him. But no, it, it's not even that. I felt bad for him because what I witnessed, and I don't know, I'm sure other people agree, was he broke down. He yeah. fell apart. And I'm not talking about his speech. I'm talking about when he decided to get up. Mm-hmm. and go after Chris Rock, he had broken down. Like everything that he probably believed, probably believed in himself disappeared and who he thought he needed to be for his wife appeared. Yeah. And it wasn't him. And that's why during his speech, he again broke down because he realized, he's like, this is not me. This isn't who I am. Like this is not what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And and he was trying to get the words out like he's supposed to protect people. He's supposed to protect, you know, his family. Well, you don't protect your family by doing something like that especially on national television. So it's it's against his character, but you know, that's the other thing that's going on Twitter and everywhere else is Jada made him do it. Mm-hmm. You know, like not not last night. You know, it wasn't that she made him do it last night. It's been over the past 10 years. Right. Is that that influence, that emasculation that people talk about? Again, I can't speak on. I'm no expert. Right. But that's the the word on the street is, you know, he's been broken down for some time. And this might have been just the the straw. So we'll see what happens. I, I'm really curious to see where he goes. Will Smith goes after this and, you know, what his life looks like. Can I ask you another question? Uh, please do. When Denzel gave. Will the sage advice after the slap? Yep. In which he said, "It's when you're at your peak or your height, yep. at your height, that, yep. that the devil comes for you." Is the devil Chris Rock or Jada? I think it's whatever made him do that. That's what that's what Denzel was trying to tell him, right? Denzel wasn't trying to say that Chris Rock is the devil. Like that's in no way was he trying to say that. And I don't think that he was pointing at Jada. I think the devil in that case was whatever makes you step out of yourself and do something devilish. Right. So he felt an emotion. That's what he said on, you know, in his response or his uh, apology, right. Is that he made an emotional reaction. He didn't think. Yeah. Right. Something happened to him. The devil got in him. Right. That's what it came for. That feeling of, you know, maybe he did feel like, you know, he's stuck. You know, if I let this man disrespect my wife, she she's going to leave me, right? Mm-hmm. And maybe she won't leave me. Maybe she'll just emasculate me on Red Table Talk. Yeah. Right? Maybe she'll just say, like, he didn't stand up for me. He didn't do what he was supposed to do. I, I After that happened, I, I asked my wife, I was like, have you seen the movie Crash? And she I, said, that's no. That's so crazy that you brought that up. I was just researching Crash earlier today for uh one of our forthcoming books oops there you go yeah (laughs) yeah well well i I won't i won't get into it but there's you know of course a a scene in that movie i think that's actually starts the movie where there's a husband and wife and something happens to the wife and Mm -hmm. the husband doesn't do anything about it he's he's basically in a position he's in a lose-lose 
right? He, if he reacts, that could be his life. That could be her life. If he doesn't react, then that's what you get to see play out, right? She basically doesn't forgive him for not standing up for her and not doing something about it. And it's a, it's a disgusting, a really unfortunate place to be in. You know, it's like, you're stuck. Like, what are you supposed to do? And I think, honestly, again, I don't, I'm not no expert on this situation. I don't know Will and Jada <laughs> like that, you know? And I don't follow celebrities like that. But, you know, when someone breaks down and just does something like that, especially someone that we kind of have revered in the personality that is Will Smith, you tend to think that that's a position that he found himself in. And, you know, he made the devilish decision. You know, he could have gone a different direction, but he didn't. He's in a very Shakespearean position. Yeah. I feel like. So, okay, I have another question for you. Shoot. There's video of Will Smith dancing to some of his biggest hits yep. after party. Mm-hmm. And he, hey, well deserved. You won an Oscar finally. Um, there is a type of jubilation and pride that you get when you know that you were sort of the victor in a physical altercation even if you know you're wrong. Does this, because the problem is, is that there are establishments and established people that have now lost trust. How far back did this set black people? And for those people that don't know, most people that listen to this podcast know that Nick and I are, have uh are blessed with melanin <laughs> so but so i asked that question both for myself and for this audience to you like yeah people I, get set back really really far here no i don't i don't think so i think there's a lot to again the relationship i think there's you know there are a lot of people who follow that relationship between will and jada you know it, it's a very public thing you know, I mean, she literally, that's what she talks about on her mm-hmm. table talks, right? Yeah. Well, I think wrote a book and it has, you know, much of this in the book. So it's very public. And I think, and I, and I hate, I hate to go there, but I'm going to go there a little bit. <laughs> I think that a, a lot of folks might not consider as much the melanin in Will Smith. Mm. Okay, so I think that's potentially a saving grace for that situation. Right. I think that's that's why people aren't going to really think about it in that way, because that's not what happened. Right. It wasn't you know, I honestly even (laughs) haven't even seen any of the memes out there that talk about black on black violence, you know, like because do they consider Will Smith black? I have seen this thing where it's like nobody can say the Oscars aren't black anymore or Oscars, you know, so white anymore. And they're conflating the violence of the Academy Awards with blackness, which mean you, I know, personally hate because what's black about violence. Right. And we would ask that question. Yep. But that's kind of the feeling in some of the Twitter sphere and even in black quote unquote black Twitter and I would say we got to like not take that perspective because if we do, oh, for sure. then yeah, we do get set back as a community. Oh yeah. I, well, I think, uh, and I hear you because I think some folks in the Twitterverse would say, 
you know, that's how black folks deal with stuff. Right. Like you make you, you confront and that might be true for certain parts of, um, you know, black neighborhoods, but there's white neighborhoods where the same thing is true. There's Hispanic neighborhoods where the same thing is true. Right. Like it's not unique to black. Right. It's so it's one of those where, like you said, it would be dangerous for anyone to kind of make that connection. Um, this is about Will Smith. This is about, you know, emotional trauma. This is about a really bad situation. You know, like you said, he can take it if it's coming at him. I mean, you know, I, I don't know how people, you know, think about alopecia. Um, but I, and I, and I think it, it, that it sounds like an expensive dog. Yeah, it may be right. That's, that's maybe that's what people think about it. Maybe they don't think about it. But I, I kind of put what this kind of in dog front you have, of you. Golden Doodle. What kind of dog? Right. You have? Alopecia. alopecia. Right. <laughs> so, but, but listen, imagine that your wife has cancer and Wait, the is GI Jane. Cancer? Educate no, me. it's, it's not. It's okay. not. It's basically like it's a sudden hair loss. Actually, the uh, like alopecia can resolve itself, which is a very odd thing as well. But it's a medical condition. Right. Like this isn't a choice that she made. This wasn't some, you know, fashion choice that she made, in which case it probably the, the joke would have uh, hit different. But it was, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so this is a medical condition. So, again, imagine it's you. Right. And you're sitting there and your wife, let's say, has cancer. Right. So, again, it's a medical condition uh, that through the treatment causes you to lose your hair. Right. Huh? And Chris Rock tells the same joke about your wife who's struggling with cancer and has been open about her journey dealing with cancer. Just it's some, some jokes just aren't meant to be, you know, some jokes you get to leave. I didn't think it was a good joke because GI Jane is so old that this generation might not know the movie. Oh, but he knows it. That's the thing. Like they know it. The people in that room, every last person in that room knew that movie. I know, but, but, but it might have been a. There was probably a better joke to tell. But I, I, I do wonder if if Will and Chris have spent time together. I, I know that Chris has made jokes about Jada in the past, but yep. I, if they know each other, or at least their agents know each other, you think there'd be a call out like, "Hey, look, I'm going to bring her. This is what's going on with her." I just want you to know this is what's going on with her. Right. Yeah, versus, I, yeah. versus doing the, uh, cause, cause as far as I know, Chris Rock might've thought she just chose to shave her hair. Yeah. I, I hear you. Right. And that's, that very well could be true. The challenge with that is, is that, you know, being a public figure that Jada is and in relation to Will Smith, like she's been very public about this journey with alopecia. Right. Mm-hmm. So Again, I don't know if Chris Rock follows Jada or Will, right? I have no clue. He, all I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly, you're exactly right. But that's the challenge, right? Yeah. Is that you're sitting here next to your wife who's dealing with a medical condition that you know you don't know how troubling that is for her at night, right? Yeah. When she's trying to be, you know, during the day she's on Instagram or Facebook Live and she's you know being as positive as she can be, but at home. Right when the cameras are off, it could be a whole different situation, and it's a it's a tough thing. Again, yeah, he shouldn't have done you know what he did, but it's it's a challenging situation to be put in when the relationship already apparently has been a challenge. So tough one, man. I, I have heard the cancer sort of example, 
And I get what I get the gist that you're making. I get the gist that everybody's making around it. The thing I don't think about it though, I don't buy into it because your cancer ridden wife wouldn't be there. So it's like a, it's like a hypothetical. I can't even get with, you know, it just wouldn't happen. And no, it's, and, it's not about that. It's about medical and, condition. That's and, the point. Yeah, I know, but if but but the, but the reason people use cancer and and look, I don't want to accuse you, but the reason you might have used cancer is because it's extreme. It's oh, a no. big it's been, medical it's, it's condition. The bald. No, it's the bald. Have you said that's she it. had corns? No, no, bald, then, bald. Then that's that's what I'm saying. Like that doesn't. That's, that's cancer that's make you bald. No, no, no. But that's the and way. If, and if that, you're bald, yeah. then you have chemo and you wouldn't be there. Well, that's no, no, you, no, no. Some people could, you can be out and about. I mean, it would be a terrible be night. It would be cruel to the person. No, 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 no. It's, it's not necessarily that. And exhaustion know, no, you have it's, chemo. it's not, I know that, but it's not necessarily that bad for everyone. There are people who are out and about who are bald because of the treatment and they move about and, and, and live their lives. My point, I think the point that people are making is, is that it's like we talked about earlier, you know, what did you say alopecia was? It's a really expensive dog, right? Beautiful, like a beautiful it doesn't say because people don't they don't relate it. Yeah. Or they don't think about it. So that's why people use the cancer thing, because that's the thing that people know about. Oh, cancer. Yeah. People lose their hair. Yeah. That, that's but it. It's, it's, it's not just, about the it's extreme. Just it's just more about a situation a little. Yeah. It's a, in my opinion. Yeah. Oh, because you think it's there. Someone's trying to take it to an extreme to make you feel even no worse. No one with gets a person. made fun of. Right. <laughs> no right. one. So that's it. Yeah. The, Chris, it's just the, the idea whole thing wouldn't bald. happen if she walked in there and was bald from cancer. There would be no Chris Rock joke. Right. And I think, again, Period. the point is, the yeah, yeah, the point is, is that it's bald, right? Again, people don't yeah. think about alopecia. Like, that's not something yeah. that people think about. No. Uh, but yeah, so I, I hear you, you know, because you're right. It is an extreme case where it's like, well, it's not apples to apples here. Yeah. Whereas if I you know, come in and yeah. somebody knows I have gout, I'm free game, baby. Make those right. gout jokes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Especially got- on black Twitter. Yeah, I've got a leaky anal <laughs> problem. What? Leaky anus. What? Right. I'm what is free happening? game for the roast. What's, baby. What's, what's, wait, wait, what's happening? I think. Wait, is there like a is there like a mute a a, a, re, a pre mute button I can like <laughs> I can push? Is there a button on live radio where you kind of have like a three second delay to keep the right. FCC yeah, from yeah, finding you? you. Go. All right. So, so yeah. last anyway. so last question. Last question. All right. We'll wrap this up. All right. Where do we go from here? What happens next, in your opinion? What do you think? I get it's it's so crazy. There's so many where you go from here. Like one of the first ones that I think of when you say where you go from here, because I'm, I know we just had the conversation, but I'm kind of over the Will Smith. Like let them work their stuff out. Like I'm not a celebrity chaser. Like I don't care. Like yeah. let them do what they're yeah. going to do. Right. So for me, it's like where do we go from here? And when I think about it, I think. Where does the Academy Awards, where does the Oscars go from here? Because they're already talking, like you said earlier, like they're they're they've been floundering, right? Like, what's going to happen here with the Oscars? Like, is it still the thing that people want to watch? You know, because before, you know, before when we didn't have as much content, and when I say content, of course, I include Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, you know, all these things. You only had so many people making the content. So like those are the people that you put on a pedestal. Everyone did. Mm -hmm. Like that was it. You waited to see these people in their human form right outside of the film. And like this was awesome. But now you've got, you know, I could be following 8,000 people on any other platform 
than I care to see just as much, if not more. I might be watching that stuff while I've got Oscars on in the background. Yeah. So I feel like what's happening now is that the Oscars is for the entertainment world. And I say the entertainment is for the film world. It used to be for everyone, but that's shrinking. So now that this happened, you know, and it's because it sullies that, right? Like it takes away from Coda, <laughs> you know, it it's takes away from, away it from, takes from, away from the, <laughs> the distinction of the show. Yes, exactly. So now you're already kind of losing favor because you're, you're just one part of the content ecosystem. And then, like you said, that takes away from the celebrity of it. And there have been some past shows that have not been so great. Right. So they're not even living up to their own hype. It's like, well, you know, maybe at some point they just go to a streamer. Right. And, they, and you get the Oscars streamed on something. And, you know, maybe the biggest part of the Oscars show is the, uh, the red carpet. I'm an optimist. So I'll take another route, although or route, although I do, I do like that commentary. I like that idea. And I'll give you a little inside baseball as well. It's a little twofer here. <laughs> On the night of the Oscars, not at the Academy Awards, Sunday night, I was doing one of our podcast interviews. And I won't say the person I was interviewing yet, but I asked, I asked them, I said, I'm just curious, you know, why would you schedule this, you know, against the Academy Awards? And he said, the Academy Awards are tonight. <laughs> yep. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, uh, yep. they are. And so for me, because I've been on this journey to watch all the Academy nominated films and the films that could be nominated, it's been something I'm, I'm hyper aware of. Right. And so when I, when I pull out of that a little bit, zoom out and see the world as it really is, instead of as I imagine it is, there really wasn't a lot of heat. There really wasn't as much heat as I thought. Yep. And if I'm the Academy Awards, I have to get back to a position of leverage. That's my take. If I'm the Academy Awards, I go back to my position of authority. What does that mean? It means I no longer care what you think. I don't care what you say about me. I'm going back to tuxedos. I'm going back to giant venues. I'm going back to dark rooms. I'm ending this ridiculous six foot distance bullshit that oh, nobody yeah, cares about. Yep. I'm making it where there is an opportunity for security. So that, so that's not just an idea or, or a veil that's put on for the for the TV audience, but that it's really exists the way it would at a concert or the way it used to exist, where you had producers offstage, you had security in different places, and it was really well protected, where somebody just can't walk on the stage that easily and, and present, you know, the uh, or hand, hand, mm -hmm. the presenter with a slap across right. the face. <laughs> like, once Will started walking up to them, at least one security guard should have come up and gotten in between. Like right then and there. Because they, right. they are the, producer, the producers. In the, yeah, the producers <laughs> in the truck cut away from the shot. Right. Right. So they know to cut away. So just have it go back to what you did well, which was prestige. Give me great movies, 
movie stars, glamorous shit. Stop caring about Twitter. Stop caring about IG. And especially what they think. Promote on them? Yes. Get buzz on them? Yes. Spend your ad dollars there? Yes. But in terms of letting them program for you, it's akin to that Simpsons episode where Homer found out he had a rich half-brother and the half-brother let him design a car and the car had everything in it. And because it had everything in it to please everyone, it pleased no one, and the brother went bankrupt. Right. <laughs> and the car was a monstrosity. Right. And that's what happens when you have all these inputs. And it's like I tell our filmmaking community, not everybody's worthy to give you notes. They can give you the note, but you're, you're more than welcome to crumble that up in a ball and throw it away. You have to earn your critique. You have to earn your trust to give a note, to give a suggestion on how to move forward. And when you haven't earned it, you just want to give it. And that's what social media and, 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 and what has hurt the Academy Awards. It's, that's what's hurt a lot of things and, and that we love dearly around entertainment is I'm going to take my inputs from every group. And then try to make an amalgamation of some show. But that's not what we loved. We loved how bougie it was because we can't be bougie. Yeah. We want the beautiful gowns. We want the tuxedos. We want the dark lit room. We want, you know, the big venues. We want the red carpet. We don't want people on there acting goofy. You know, like we don't want our presenters being like, like low rent right. on the Regular red carpet. Yeah. We want good questions. We want there to be a sense of red tape. Like, well, like, well let me, let me, let me like add there's to that a line quick. there. You can't yeah. cross it because yeah. you don't have I mean, entrance. So well, me, that's, me, that's me, what I think me, they should do next. Yeah. Well, I, I, I would agree. I mean, let me, let me add to it. All right. So there's two things that I would add. So the first one is, you know, when you talk about them trying to please everyone, mm-hmm. I think that there is a there's a power out there, and I don't know how Twitter or any social organization or social group or even hashtag or meme has this power, but we are in a cancel culture, and I think that there's a fear of that as well at play here, which is why they placate to so many different audiences, and in addition to what you just said about them you know, listening to all of these folks, you know, and this is another one I, you know, it's, it's crazy to talk about and I, and I hate to, to bring it up, but are they kind of sullying their reputation a bit in this cancel culture environment of ours when it seems like there's all of these firsts? Mm-hmm. I, I feel like, you know, it's very likely that many of the firsts are deserving. Mm. Right. Yeah. But it's also likely that, you know, the Academy Awards and and many other institutions are just trying to go after the firsts. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And if you have that feeling right anywhere in your heart that it's basically disingenuous, right. An award that's given isn't given on merit, but it's given because the institution is trying to look a certain way you lose confidence in the institution. It's a great point, man. And the pressure is unbelievable to do, to do the opposite. 
And we know that just on our scale, which is a small scale where we have been on workshops and panels and jurors and film festivals, and we have to decide, you know, what's the best film or, you know, like what it's interesting when you, when you go through that process and you have to realize I cannot vote with my emotion. I really want to do this, but I need to do that. Or I really want this film to win, but it really objectively isn't better than the other film. And, right, or, and the pressure <laughs> that gets put on you to, to let something happen because look what they went through or they're marginalized. It would be, right, or, or it would be in the best interest or of... Or be in the best interest of, right. The institution, in or if this were to happen, if we were to do this, it get more people watching. Or if we were to do this, we'll be the first ones to do it. I think yeah. there was a race a couple of years ago. I mean, I know at Sundance, you know, our guy, Philip Eumann, was the, what, the youngest yeah. right, director, mm-hmm. to, you know, to win at, at Sundance. Yeah, and I think that there was like a race after that. I think that Amazon had actually gotten the youngest director. Like they purchased the film of the youngest director. He was sixteen, mm-hmm. right? So it's like Sundance gets the seventeen-year-old. Well, Amazon Prime Video gets the sixteen-year-old. Yeah, right. And there's this race to get the first, right? So, so yeah, I think that you're right. Like as you're judging, as you're making these decisions, I think there's also there's the film part of it like you said the emotion like this thing was phenomenal but then it's like well if this one wins <laughs> then you know what kind of doors does that open to us what kind of protections do we get from cancel culture right yeah. and sometimes you know i hate to say it, but sometimes it's like when um, you know you get in those it, it's a lot in, in television i don't know that i've seen it in, in real life but on tv when you know talking about a, to a white guy and they're like you know you're racist and they say the white guy always says the line well i've got a black friend you know and it's it's, it's like well i can't be racist you know yeah. but i think it's, it could potentially be this a similar thing happening here where it's like you know well you guys are whitewashed well no we just had this person win and how can you call us that yeah. And, and I, that's, so and that's I, like corporate it, bullshit and it's real. Yeah. I can't tell you how many corporations had, um, you know, black lives matter statements right after George Floyd was murdered and yep. they just kind of waited that shit out. That's they didn't right. Change anything about their company. Nope. They didn't change anything <laughs> about their policies. They didn't change anything. Uh, they waited till it was safe to not change those things and then just go back to how things were. Yep. Uh, which might have been the more profitable way or the, or the way that, that they know how to sort of um, manage a process, which is what companies right. do. They manage processes to their most efficient end or whatever. So, yeah, and for us, we just have a simple rule. To the best of our ability, we take the work seriously enough where we say, to the best of our ability, we will make decisions on merit yep. and try to remove bias wherever we can. It's an, it's almost impossible to do, but we really try to do it. And yeah, I think that would help a lot if the Academy did that and, and even going further to the Grammys as well. Although they're not going to have that issue because I think from day one, you know, musicians are musicians. There's a, there's a certain objectivity to it that has nothing to do with identity politics. Yeah. Right. Like you hear a work of art, that's incredible. You don't really ask, were they black or white? You don't ask yeah. all those questions. Whereas in film, it's kind of like, oh, you told an Asian story? Hmm. Seems mm. like you're white. Hmm. Mm. 
And then we question whether that's a, they were allowed to tell an Asian story. Right. So it's just kind of this, this, this weird shit that we do. in Well, I I had, so I had, I had that's the second point that I wanted to mention. So the second point is this, when you were talking about, again, like what can the Academy do? And Mm -hmm. again, my, my household is not going to be like every other household. Right. But, you know, as the, you know, the movies or the films were being talked about, you know, as the nominees were being uh, discussed, you know, my wife says, what movie is that? I've never heard of that. Like, what is that? How come I don't know about that? And she's, you know, we don't watch a lot of TV yeah. and we definitely don't watch commercials, right? Like that's yeah. not a thing, right? Yeah. So the big question for me is, is that let's say, let's go as far as to say that 50% of the people out there are like my wife, right? Where it's like, yeah. you're not watching that stuff. How do you know? about these films yeah like honestly like she doesn't she didn't know about any of them and she wants to watch all of them now but she literally <laughs> like the, the only way she knew was because i had her sit down and watch the oscars so yeah so yeah so again i, I don't know the answer i don't you know because I, i'm not out there i mean i'm in this industry so i know what's what yeah. but for her she's not so she has no clue about any of this stuff right she's not the person who turns on you know, Netflix and just looks at, Hey, here's the Oscar or here are the top things. No, she's going to go look for a specific type of thing and she's going to ignore that. So anyway, my whole point is, is there a way or has the Academy Awards, have they lost their way to the regular people, right? The people who are not in film. Yeah. Have they lost their ability to reach them and therefore people care less about those films? Yeah, I think it's I, I a great. Know. I think I, I think it's a great point that they might find out that their biggest audience was in the Midwest because the world they're presenting is unattainable to so many people in that part of the country, or maybe isn't even desirable. At, at, you know, at best, it's a curiosity that they have once a year. It's like when a, it's like finding out when you're a famous rapper that you can afford to lose your black audience, but not your white audience, if you just care about money. Right. There you go. And if you care about, if you care about your brand, you can't afford to lose your black audience. You can afford to lose your white audience, but right. Like black people keep Talib Kweli alive. Right. That's right. Oh yeah. Cause we know, we know what's, we know what's up. Right. Black people keep immortal technique alive. Maybe also uh, Latin folks, you know, Hispanic folks, but For them to be stars, they would need a giant white audience, right? So that's that's it's just one of those ironic things. It's it's like that's the audience that that gets off on this the most. That that's most therapeutic too. So maybe the academy will find out that it's people who aren't even the theater people <laughs> that have all grown up right. watching your show. It's it's people who are just curious about the lifestyle and and maybe even dream about it a little bit. And, and don't want to be preached to every time they turn it on. So, well, there's your uh, next reality show, bro. It's just called like the Academy life, yep. you know, and it's the reality show into maybe there's a whole world around that that happens throughout the year that we don't even know about. Yep. Right. I, and that culminates in the Academy Awards. I'm sure people would watch. I think so. I think that'd be a good idea, man. I appreciate it. By the way, yeah, my pleasure, this. I appreciate you coming on last minute to talk about I think we're going to name this episode the slap heard around the world 
There you go. Special because that's talk. yeah. Because you know when Chris Rock names his special, he'll be doing it after this episode. So it's all good. Let's do it. That's right. I love it. I love it. And for those listening, I hope you enjoyed this one-off uh, special indie talk. We wanted to do it while it was still sort of uh, in the zeitgeist. Hot in the streets. You know, Hot the streets. In the streets. <laughs> yeah. And. Uh, but we'll we'll do this more often. You know, if there's a second slap tomorrow, we'll be right back on here talking about that second slap <laughs> right. and the fallout from that too. Because frankly, the news cycle moves so fast, you can't afford just to take two weeks off sometimes in the entertainment business. So yeah. um, as everybody knows, you can reach out to us at contact at bonsai.film for requests, questions, concerns, et cetera. That's an email address. You can find us everywhere you listen to podcasts. So Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, uh, Amazon, you name it. And you can DM us, reach out to us, uh, follow our content at underscore Bonsai Creative on Instagram and on Twitter. You can reach out to Nick directly about his opinions on this slap at Nick at Bonsai.film. And you can find me on Twitter at Flame in Your Heart or you can just search for Christopher Barkley on Twitter and uh, reach out to me there as well. So Nick, with that, I suppose we should leave them with the credo. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> so yeah, I will say this, I'll, I'll, I'll preface, uh, be good to yourself and be good to your neighbor. Mm-hmm. And then I'll say, as always, be better, be creative, be engaged. And thank you for listening. Nick, talk to you soon. Yes, sir. Peace. Peace. You've been listening to the Make It Podcast. To find out more information about this week's topics, including links to relevant blog posts, projects, and indie creatives, please visit our website at www.bonsai.film. If you haven't already, you can join our podcast community on Apple Podcasts or the podcast app of your choice by searching for Make It Bonsai Creative and the show will pop right up. You now have the opportunity to support the production of this podcast. If you love Make It and are a true fan of what we're trying to accomplish in the indie film community, please visit www.bonsai.film and click Contribute. Contributions start at only $5 monthly. You can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore Bonsai Creative and on Facebook by searching for bonsai creative you can provide feedback to us via email at contact at bonsai.film and you can follow me chris on twitter at flaming your heart that's f-l-a-m-e-i-n-u-r-h-e-a-r-t and of course if you're looking to take a big step towards your filmmaking success go to www.bonsai.film and click on services to explore a variety of offerings from keynotes and panels to pitch readiness assessments and so much more. You have everything to gain. Until next time, be better, be creative, be engaged, and thank you for listening.